legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome again to another podcast. Today, we begin a two-part series on how to see if we are allowing the Holy Spirit to work within our lives. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. Also, you do not need to download Podbean if you wish to listen. You can use Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, as well as Pandora, Spotify, and Player FM. All you need to do is search for Dreamwalker 1960. As I have made mention before, I have been called to teach those that fall into the group known within the Bible as the lukewarm. The thing is, many that fall into this category are unaware that they qualify. This is my greatest sorrow. I saw a meme the other day that summed it up beautifully. It said that the Jewish people understood the laws of God, but rejected Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Then it said, Christians accept Jesus Christ as the Messiah, but reject the laws of God. They choose to live in sin. Now I may be wasting my time, for the book of Hebrews says this, chapter 6, verses 4 through 6, For it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of of the word of God and the power of the age to come, and who then turn away from God. It is impossible to bring such people back to repentance by rejecting the Son of God. They themselves are nailing him to the cross once again and holding him up to public shame. However, God also said that he was here to give everyone a chance. 1 Timothy 2, verses 1-6 through I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity. That man, Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. But I fear that many will reject God and his son, Jesus Christ, when the tribulation begins having found themselves lacking in his sight to be left behind. These people feel and believe that they need to be doing nothing but accept Jesus as their Savior, and they will be granted admission into heaven. This is only part of what is required. So I have decided to dig out another of my early teachings to address this. If you love me, keep my commandments. These are the words of Jesus Christ in the 14th chapter of John, the 15th verse. They are direct and to the point. However, when you really look into how those that call themselves Christian, how many of them truly 
do not love Jesus. For the majority do not follow this direct and simple directive from Jesus Christ, the Son of God. One of the main reasons for this is due to not even understanding their own faith and belief that forms their faith. This is something that needs to be addressed. Many perceive this as legalism. The main reason for this is due to how the true word of God has been diluted or not even taught fully and completely. They live under a belief that if all they do is believe, then they will make it into heaven. James chapter 2, 14 through 17. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in good food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Faith alone, without following the commandments, is dead. It is a simple statement. It comes straight to the point. If you do not follow and live the teachings of Jesus Christ, you are dead unto him. If you are dead unto him, you are not of him, and so hate him. They are living what is called a lukewarm life. How does Jesus Christ view the lukewarm? Revelations 3, 15 through 16. I know all the things you do, that you are not hot nor cold. I wish you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. They are so distasteful to him that he spits them from his body. So how can we change this? How can we make it where we are not spit out by Jesus? We come full circle back to where we began. We follow the commandments. It is here that someone will start to argue that Jesus dying upon the cross and then rising on the third day removed the need to follow the commandments. However, that is not the correct interpretation of what the Bible teaches. Matthew chapter 5 verses 17 through 20. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the laws of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest details of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So, if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter into the kingdom of heaven. Again, we are told by Jesus Christ himself, 
that we are to follow the commandments. So how can we even attempt to question? It is not me that you are challenging, but Jesus Christ himself and his own words. So following the commandments, especially those taught by Jesus Christ himself, are not legalism. It is the required works of living faith in Jesus and his Father God. It is the act of love he asks for us to do. The First Steps, Part 1 The first steps are the hardest, aren't they? It takes months for a baby to finally get to the point of walking. It is a series of trials and errors. Sometimes they are a shock, a surprise. Other times it hurts, and the child ends up crying at the least, bleeding at the most. This too is the Christian faith as we strive every day to be more Christ-like. However, we need a starting point. To follow the commandments, we must come to understand that the true commandments is not just the Ten Commandments. In fact, the commandments are found in Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Exodus. This is verified in exchange Jesus had with one of the religious leaders that confronted him. It is found in Mark 12, Luke 10, and Matthew 22. However, it's also shown in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 6. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. This confirms that all the laws within these three books, to a degree, are still in force. Does this mean we are to go and stone someone? For heaven's sake, no. It does mean we need to put those things into practice that can be maintained by our actions and behavior. Nor are we to perform sacrifices, for Jesus was the pure lamb sacrificed for our salvation unto his Father, God. However, what is our first step other than coming to know the Bible and the commandments therein? How do we put into practice that which we know we must do to avoid death of our spirit? For we have determined not to live by faith alone, but by both faith and works. Well, we must find something that is common for most of humanity, be they Christian or not. Romans chapter 13 verses 1 through 7. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid. For they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants, sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Pay your taxes, too, for these same reasons. For government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees 
to those who collect them, and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Titus 3.1 Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. Now I know many, both Christian and non-Christian, that daily disobey this one teaching. So, it is here that I feel we should begin. For from here, once it becomes a habit, can lead into other teachings and commandments within the Bible. What is the one thing that is daily disobeyed? Following the speed limit and other traffic laws. This is something that is shared by all of humanity and can in reality show your commitment to following God with all your heart, mind, and soul. But how is that accomplished? How do you put it into practice? Why put it into practice? I will answer all three of these questions in reverse order as we continue this series. The First Steps, Part 2 Why put obeying the road laws into practice? The main reason for this is made perfectly clear in Romans 13, but we should do a deep dive into these verses to get a better understanding and thus answer the question that was just asked. So once again, Romans chapter 13, 1 through 5, but this time we're going to go with the King James. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever, therefore, resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rules are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee of good. But if thou do which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute the wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must not be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For all authority comes from God. To address this we must turn to the fourth book of of Daniel chapter 4 verse 17 for this has been decreed by the messengers it is commanded by the holy ones so that everyone may know that the Most High rules over the kingdoms of the world he gives them to anyone he chooses even to the lowliest of people simply obeying the laws given by a state or nation that do not go against the bible and its teachings is something that we must follow as an open expression of our faith and love in god and his son jesus christ so following the speed limit says you love jesus when an ending lane merges to the lane that does not if you are in the lane ending, you allow those in the other lane to go before you, yielding them the right of way. This in turn goes into the next verse in Titus 3. Verse 2. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility 
to everyone. The laws created for the road are practices taught within the Bible, just applied to how you get about in your everyday life. Yet most that profess to be Christian find the need to follow these laws a burden, an inconvenience, something to be tolerated. Why? Because they, the quote-unquote Christian, are more important. They are more important than God or their very salvation. To be humble is one of the true vestments of Christianity. So what is the word humility in Titus? It is known as meekness in the King James Version. It means properly, temperate, displaying the right blend of force and reverence, gentleness. It means strength and gentleness, avoids unnecessary harshness, yet without compromising or being too slow to use necessary force. I will let you ponder upon this definition and allow you to make your conclusions as to how to behave upon the road. I have heard all the excuses by those that profess Christianity. Well, during the time I'm driving, if I go the speed limit, I am a safety hazard to those upon the road. If I go the speed limit, I have to go to bed early and miss my favorite TV show. I have so far to travel, I will be on the road longer. These are things I hope, if I have not already shown, to be addressed as they should be by now. They will be addressed as we answer the next two questions as this series continues. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I Thank you.